I'm stuck in the chicken coop. Oh man. Entertaining for you. This is fantastic. Uh-huh. There's a latch there so that it doesn't lock on me. Hey, this is Jared. Hey friends, this is Annette, and this is our <laughs> Azure Farm podcast where we're gonna talk about all things farm, family, home, and all things in between. We hope you enjoy it. Hello everybody. We are here to chat about some farm related items. We're like the Farmy Springer show. <laughs> Farmy Springer. I wonder show. how many people remember Jerry Springer. Well, Is that I mean, just if, our generation? If our generation, they would. But if you're but, 19, you're like, what's a Jerry Springer? I think probably people probably still know. Okay. I'm also regretting the fact that we're starting the podcast talking about Jerry oh, Springer. Oh, sorry. We got a little drama in today's episode, so we... Oh, man. That's why I thought I'd drop yeah, a joke. Yeah, I... Um, it, yeah. <laughs> Having a farm or homestead and having a lot of animals comes with no uh, shortage of adventures and stories and if you've listened for a while yeah if you've listened for a while um there's a little bit of all the above and you know in the last honestly three months probably well since august i feel like there's just been a lot of different things that have happened and sometimes you just have to realize that you got to figure out what works for you what works for your farm what doesn't work for your farm and make decisions that are the best for you and your animals. So I have, I have not really talked about this. I don't think I've really shared this at all, but back in, um, I forget when, end of July, August, we had a little baby alpaca that was born and we lost. I did talk about that. That was um, Opal's little baby. And that was just terrible. I mean, we had her for about a week and there was just a lot of things wrong and she was born early and it's just one of those things. If you're going to, you know, breed your animals and they're going to have babies, it's a risk you take. Um, even if you do everything you can. So that just was like, ugh, right? Well, then, um, Apakita, which was one of our original alpacas, she grew up here. We got her as a baby. She had been sick for a while. She'd just been anemic, looking pale, all these things. And Alpacas are just not hardy. They just are not. Um, and nobody tells you that. You know, everyone thinks I think they're just so squishy and cute, and they are, but they're really prone to parasites and disease. And so she'd been sick for a bit, and we'd been treating her. The vet had seen her. She was getting weekly injections of like medicine, all these things. Well, only about a month after that little baby alpaca died, um, Alpaquita passed away. And man, that hit me so hard. And I told Jared, like, I just, I just don't know if I can do this. Like, we've had quite a few, we've lost quite a few alpacas. And it's hard. Like, it's hard to admit, like, okay, like, what is, is it me? Like, what is happening around right. here? <laughs> I mean. But I, let me just interject uh, yeah. with, I talked to somebody last week. They lost a few alpacas. They're like, I don't know what happened, man. I'm like, oh, yeah, we've lost some too. And I'm very convinced that. Due to, the, due to the popularity of alpacas, how much people were paying a number of years ago, right. that I think it became an, like a puppy mill. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. they were inbreeding galore, and I think the gene pool just got ruined. Yeah. And the vet has told me that. And it's like, you know, for anyone wondering, not that I feel like I should defend myself, but I'm going to a little bit. <laughs> um, you know, the vet has always come out and seen our animals. It's like they're definitely not neglected. And 
it's just, it is very frustrating when you feel like you do care for an animal and then something happens. It's just like, ugh, like I was crushed with Alpaquita. And um, then, no joke, two weeks after that, Alpaquita had a little um, boy back in April. His name was Felix. He was almost four months old. And literally two weeks after Alpaquita passed, I went out in the pasture and he was gone. And he had shown no signs of being sick. He had already been eating on his own. Like there's just all these things. And I walked out there and saw him and I was like, I can't do this anymore. Mm-hmm. Like I called Jared. I was like, I don't even know what happened. I honestly think he was heartbroken and was sick. I don't know. I really don't know. I don't know. Um, and alpacas can just do that sometimes. Like you, they just die and you really don't know why. Um, I don't know. I I texted a few friends that have animals and I was just like, you know, I think I'm throwing in the towel with alpacas. And I, and I had all these thoughts of like, Oh man, like, you know, people love seeing our alpacas. What are people going to think? Or what are people going to say? I don't know. Just all these thoughts that I probably that don't matter. And I shouldn't even have, but you think about, you know, so I texted our vet that same day and I said, can you take our alpacas? Um, I don't think I can keep them anymore. And, um, she was like, yeah, because she has alpacas. Um, and I, I didn't, I, I, my thought was, you know, because some people were like, no, you should sell them. Or, and I just felt like, you know what? I don't want to sell them to someone who thinks that they're perfectly cute and cuddly and then they get sick and something. I wanted to be someone that I knew could care for them and I could trust. And to me, that was our vet. So she said, yeah, I can. Just give me, she said, give me a couple of weeks because I'm going to, I got to do a couple of things. And I said, sure. Well, the time passed and I thought, I don't know. What did I tell you? I think, I think you asked me like, what are you going to do or something? Mm -hmm. And it was a day. I was, I was, I didn't ever think to get rid of them. I'm just like, you know what? It's just, just life. Like if we, if we were afraid of that, it's like, well, don't have kids. They could die. I know. Don't do anything. You could get hurt. It's like, meh. Yeah. Jared was a lot more like, Hey, like we give them a good life here. Like, let's just, you know, but it's just like, it sucks. Like to have a large animal like that. And I mean, I'm saying this to like, I mean, a lot of you probably have, you know, it's just, it's, oh, it's, it's difficult. It's rough. And so, yeah, that was a plan. And then one day I thought, you know what? My husband's a genius. (laughs) Oh no, that may not have been what she was thinking. (laughs) I thought, Jared is right. No. I love it. Just, you know, I should, I should keep him. I, I take care of them. I, I don't, you know, I do the best I can and I'd rather them live here as long as they're able to, um, and enjoy them as best we can than them not be here at all. So I texted the vet back, which she probably thought I was crazy. I think she thinks I'm a little like, I was like, um, I changed my mind. I think we're going to keep them, but I think I need to then geld, um, the boys like castrate the boys because essentially they shouldn't all be together, boys and girls. And I think my thought was, I don't really want to breed them anymore because I've had the alpaca babies. It's been fun. You know, I've had a few that have been really tough and we've had to do a lot with and that we, a few have done really well. And, you know, so it's like, we don't need to be breeding them. So why don't I just, you know, fix the boys to then not worry about them being all together or not and all those things. So, so it's funny after all this, then Annette has that idea, and maybe my entrepreneurial brain says, wait a second. <clears throat> As if to say, I was more okay with giving them away than 
castrating these things <laughs> and we can't have offspring. As if, I think in the beginning, Annette was like, we could sell the babies. I'm yeah, like, that never oh, yeah, happened. I like this plan. We could sell the wool. Yeah, now we're talking. No, they're so oh, cute. No. And we're going to wanna... buy food for them, clean up their poop, and tell them <laughs> thank you. Well, they do give us, I will say, everyone has a purpose. And they all pack us, give us great Poop? Pictures? Oh, poop. No, right. poop. Poop. Their, their poop is not hot. You can directly put it in your garden. It's like gold fertilizer. It's awesome. So, it's true. Yeah. So, um, true. so with Dr. Wilson and our vet coming to do the um, gelding, it's different terms for everybody. I'm just going to say gelding. Um, Destruction of masculinity. Anyways. Is that another way to describe it? <laughs> I decided that we should go do go ahead and do our donkey chili because on the flip side of all these dynamics, we have two boy donkeys, two girl donkeys. Uh, the plan, there never really was an exact plan with that, but should we want to breed the girl donkeys, you're not supposed to, or so I have been told and read, to breed um, a larger donkey with a smaller donkey because then if the baby is too big, there could be problems in childbirth and all these things. So Chili, I love his coloring and he's such a great donkey, but he's not a standard miniature donkey. He's a mixed, so he's a little bit larger and he we wouldn't be able to breed the girls with him. So I thought, you know what, at this point, why don't we just geld him? He can get a little spicy sometimes. All that testosterone, he's a large animal. Um, we'll go ahead and do him too. So <laughs> I think I told Jared on, I forget when it was. I was like, hey, are you going to be here this day? I think that's when, you know, the vet's going to come and do the, and Jared was like, what? I'm like, it's not happening to you. Yeah. I mean, like, he made uh, it sound like. I'd be out of town? He made it sound like it's some sort of like. It, funeral, funeral yeah, for. That's right. <laughs> um, so yeah, so we did it. It was very interesting. So you know, I, I I'm a nurse, and so those things do not phase me. Um, I, I found it very fascinating, actually. Um, so a lot of point, a lot of things for thought if you are doing it to your animals. Uh, for donkeys, it's best to do it in cooler weather uh, when they're hot and there's summer heat, it can make them more prone to bleed. So after you've done the procedure, you know, you don't want them bleeding. So you want to do it in the cooler months. Technically fall, winter is a good time. And then you don't want there to be a lot of flies or that sort of thing. So also why the cooler months are best. So um, yeah, it's interesting for the alpaca. Percy, we just did Percy today. We're waiting to do Max because he's got... He, he needs to do a couple things before he can have his done. But Percy was like totally chill. She gave him a little medicine. He actually stood up. It was quick. No problem. For the donkeys, you have to like really sedate them. So he got medicine and we were waiting like 15, 20 minutes. And he's acting like nothing. Hasn't hit him. Not touched him. And so finally she gave him extra. And then finally he just like plopped and fell over <laughs> and was down. I just felt so bad, but it was intense for the donkey. I'm just going to say it was uh, a lot. I would think. A lot of snipping, a lot of snowing, cutting, um, tying, uh, all that. Mm -hmm. But um, I think the bottom line is that, you know, you got to figure out what works best for you and your farm and for your animals and your dynamics. Because a lot of times... 
I'm guilty of it. You see other places and they have certain thing going on or they're doing whatever with their animals. And you might not know the whole backstory. You know, you might not know kind of how the animals interact or what the female to male ratio is. Or there's so many things. We actually have had two miniature horses who came to us um, from a family that couldn't keep them anymore. And one of them was just so rowdy, like the boy. He just, he was gelded, but he would just. Oh, he was gelded? Yeah. Why did I not think that? This, yeah, 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 this yeah. horse had some energy. Oh, man. He just, like, every time we'd go feed everyone, he would just run and ram everyone away. He was not safe around Ava. Um, just, you know, all these things. He wanted attention. And so I was like, that was stressing me out because at first it was like, oh, it's great, we're going to have, you know, miniature horses. And then it was like, okay, I really want to tell myself, I don't want to just have an animal for the sake of it being cute. I feel like they all need to have somewhat of a purpose, like the donkeys, they help protect our pastures, they help protect our smaller animals. Like, there's got to be some sort of plan. Alpacas give us fertilizer, you know, there's got to be a plan for everyone. And for the miniature horses, this one was just, man. And so a friend of ours, his daughter had been looking for a miniature horse. And I was like, okay. Maybe you can take take Basil. And you know what? They took Basil, and he's having the time of his life at their place. They renamed him. They renamed him because they had another Basil, mm-hmm. so it was like too much. They named him Napoleon. <laughs> That's right, because he's seeking to dominate the world. He has Napoleon complex. And horses five times his size. Well, they have two full-sized regular horses, and so he's the miniature. And so they've kind of put him in check, and now he's just doing great. Like So I think sometimes just... Don't have an animal just because. Figure out what works for you, for your farm. Make the hard decisions sometimes. Um, I mean, honestly, the verdict is still out for me a little bit with the alpacas. I feel like right now we have a good plan going. We're going to go with it. Okay. But it's like, if something happens, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know if I can do it. But um, I I feel like that's okay. Like, I know a friend of mine who she had um, sheep and there was just a lot of issues with the sheep. And finally, I think she just had to be like, you know what? It's okay for me to not have sheep. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's, it's okay to realize an animal is not going to be a good fit. Basil wasn't a good fit. He has a better home now. We've rehomed, you know, a lot of our chickens. We've we've rehomed different things. And so cats, (laughs) you have to do what's best for you and acknowledge. Sometimes there's seasons. It's good for you now. It's not later. You thought it was good for you now. It's really not. True. So, yeah, for now, our plan is keep the alpacas. Um, take lots of keep pictures. Keep the hormones down. Keep the hormones down, yeah. Good point. <laughs> take lots of pictures. You're hilarious. That is not why I'm keeping them. Um, know, keep the hormones down. Um, maybe breed the girl donkeys. With, oh. With Buddy, our little donkey. That'll be next summer. We'll see. Love summer. We'll see. <laughs> okay. But... Yeah. For now, that is all we have. Oh, we did add some new animals. I'll finish with that. Okay. We now have four new animals. Talk about a good fit. Well, These we're going to find out. We're going to find out. We're rumored to be very noisy. Should we just say what they are? Yeah, you can. They're guineas. Mm-hmm. And we were like, we got ducks and donkeys. Please. We don't care about noise. No, roosters. They, yeah, and roosters. They got here and we're like, see, they're not bad. And then they saw something that alarmed them. Georgia. A Georgia arcade. <laughs> and we thought, oh, wow. 
this is why people say this about guineas. Yeah, I mean, they're they are an alarm system. Like an alarm system. Like Hello. a legit, the loudest. Oh, wow. One of the loudest things I've heard. They're legit. So we're, we, um, the vote is out. We're seeing. Too legit. <laughs> Guineas, too legit. Yeah. Um, thank you for that. That was amazing. Thank you. Um, we have guineas now. Their purpose, to eat ticks, keep the snakes away so Jared does not have to go, you know, on snake control this year. Jared doesn't have time for that. No. He doesn't like snakes. If no. y'all didn't know, there's one thing Jared does not like. I like it. It's called snakes. That's right. So maybe the guineas will help with that. We're going to see how they integrate with our farm, with our animals, if everyone gets along. And if not, it's okay. It's okay. They might not stay. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's okay We're to not stay. There you go. But for today. Wow. Hey, thank hey, you. hey. They are here. <laughs> Why don't you say? <laughs> All right. So, oh, so many logistics, so many dynamics. I hope we have a good plan in place. We will keep you posted. Thank you for listening to all our random stories and things. We are grateful. We will be back next time with more. And from our happy farm lady years, have a great day. 